Yeah, hold this. Hare Krishna. Can you hear me? Pangulangar Tegering, 
So we're reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 13, Rahugana Converses with Jad Bharat, Text 10. Karhi Sma Chet Shudra Rasan Vichinvan Tat Makshikabi Vyatita Vimana Tatra Ati Kritrat Pratilabd Damana Balat Vilampanti Ata Tam Tata Anye Karhisma Chitrudra Sanvichin Vans Tanmakshi Kabir Vyatito Vimana Tadrati Kritchat Prati Labdamano Baladvilum Pantyata Tam Tatonye Karhisma Chit Shudra Rasanvichin Vans Tanmakshika Vira Vyatito Vimana Tadrati Kritchad Prati Labdamano Balavilum Pantyata Tam Tatonye
smachet sometimes shudra very insignificant rasan sexual enjoyment vichinvan searching for tat of those women makshikabi by honey bees or the husbands or family members vyatita very much aggrieved vimana insulted tatra in that ati very much krittrat with difficulty because of spending money pratilabdamana obtaining sexual enjoyment balat by force vilampanti kidnapped ata thereafter tam the object of sense enjoyment the woman tata from him anye another debachi translation purport by his divine grace oh yeah ac bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupad sometimes in order to have a little insignificant sex enjoyment one searches after debauched women in this attempt one is insulted and chastised by the women's kinsmen this is like going to take honey from a beehive and being attacked by the bees sometimes after spending lots of money one may acquire another woman for some extra sense enjoyment unfortunately the object of sense enjoyment the woman is taken away or kidnapped by another debauchee please repeat sometimes in order to have a little insignificant sex enjoyment one searches after debauched women in this attempt one is insulted and chastised by the women's kinsmen this is like going to take honey from a beehive and being attacked by the bees sometimes after spending lots of money one may acquire another woman for some extra sense enjoyment unfortunately the object of sense enjoyment the woman is taken away or kidnapped by another debauchee purport in a great forest honeycombs are very important people often go there to collect honey from the combs and sometimes the bees attack and punish them in human society those who are not krishna conscious remain in the forest material life simply for the honey of sex life such debauchees are not at all satisfied with one wife they want many women day after day with great difficulty they try to secure such women and sometimes while trying to taste this kind of honey one is attacked by a woman's kinsmen and chastised very heavily by bribing others one may secure another woman for enjoyment yet another debauchee may kidnap her or offer her something better this woman hunting is going on in the forest and material world sometimes legally and sometimes illegally 
Consequently, in this Krishna consciousness movement, the devotees are forbidden to have illicit sex. Thus, they avoid so many difficulties. One should remain satisfied with one woman, being duly married. One can satisfy one's lusty desires with his wife without creating disturbance in society and being punished for doing so. I don't touch that. Rush uses the example of a drone, right? This is the example of a drone. A drone means a male. He is attacked by the other bees. All right. Okay. We, we heard from uh, so many uh, people we go to the Sundar Dons, the forest uh, in the south of Bengal and Bangladesh, that they go there to get the honey, and they, they're looking up in the trees where the honey hides, and they're going to a small boat in a little. Uh, well, rivers, not rivers, but what you, creeks, like, and looking, they don't know that behind the bush there's waiting a tiger, and the tiger knows that the creek goes here, and he's waiting, waiting, and when that man comes close, he leaves, he crouches up like a cat crouches, he leaves it, these uh, tigers are like, eight to ten feet long and they weigh like six hundred to eight hundred kilos like a uh, what's that how many pounds you can multiply two point two so they're huge and one hit it breaks the neck of the person and they take them eat them so then they, all the villagers on that all go foul mighty he was eaten by a, a tiger, this Vaninath, Devanath, he was eaten by a tiger all of it. And they, but this is the danger of going after the honey. So that's usually example. Uh, apart from being bitten by the bees, if you go in the center rooms, you can be eaten by the tigers. So it's very dangerous to go after the honey. There's a story that uh, it was told in Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasri Thakur that when a uh, uh, carpenter he was entering into the jungle, the Sundarbans again, that's where they have the tigers uh, most. And uh, one old carpenter Simon said, you see, if you go into the jungle to get wood, you should take with you a gun. There's tigers. 
but the young carnage watched the gun fire. I cut one branch, I waved around my head, and the tiger ran away. Right? Good idea, right? <laughs> so, you see, the other forest, because there they get free wood. So, he's cutting away the wood. And a young tiger, only six, seven feet big, you know, only uh, four or five hundred kilos, half a ton. Small, you know. He said, running over the field. He sees him running. He's cutting. Trying to get to the ranch. But before he touches the ranch, the tiger grabs his leg. Starts eating. He's finished. So then, another carpenter, honey, uh, honey, uh, a seeker, all even my tigers. So, then there was one a devotee, a pure devotee. He went to that village and uh, he was uh, uh, preaching to all the people. They should chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. He woke up very early in the morning, as you're all in the house of doing. He woke up very early in the morning and he left into the forest. So the villagers thought, oh no, we didn't want them, there's a tiger there. So we, we better go and save them. So they went with their guns and they went into the forest, followed his footsteps. Then they heard the sound, ching, 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 ching. The cartels. They looked, they opened the, opened the, uh, the, uh, oh, you know, bushes. And they saw tigers and deers and all the animals chanting Hare Krishna and dancing. And, and they, they stopped. Here's the art protection. He's got all of these wild animals under control. Simply by chanting Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So you understood the story? This is Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's story. Every one of those persons is an allegory. Who was the young carpenter? Don't oh, raise your hand at one time. <laughs> it, was a, it was a person who's taking shelter of material things. He's a person who's taking shelter of material things. Yeah, he's a young devotee. The young devotee who is very proud of his, uh, his uh, advancement. Who is the old carpenter? Come on. I mean, you can get you know, all the answers in Pranamaswamy, but he's a guru. He's a guru. He's guiding the young carpenter. Don't go there. 
there's danger. But the young heron is tossed out, he don't listen to the guru. He thinks, I'll protect myself. So who is the tigers and the wild animals? Yeah, it's like in this verse. The material desires, the lusty desires, or sex life, or uh, all, all kinds of lusty desires. So these, we think, I'll protect myself. I'll just, at the last minute, I'll protect. But we cannot protect like that. We protect if we chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Also, like Prabhupada gave in the verse that uh, for those who have these desires very strong, they get married to one wife, uh, one husband, whatever, and they they stay satisfied with that. Now, ideally, uh, one can control and be very regulated, but. One time there was a devotee in Mayathur. He was caught going to the prostitutes. Unfortunately, in Mayathur, uh, there are prostitutes. They, they, they see that Maya goes wherever there's uh, some Krishna consciousness. So uh, he was caught. So the Prabhupada asked him, Why do you go to the prostitute? You're married then. You have a wife. You can, you can, uh, if you want sex life, you can approach your wife. He says, no, my wife, we are regularly to sex. So I, I, I was going to approach because I, 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 I need more. <laughs> he says, see, going to your, to a prostitute is sinful. Going to your wife, okay, maybe it's not regularly, but it's not sinful. It's not like that, that kind of sinful. So, like this, I was I was personally present when Prabhupada was preaching like that. that. If you're not able to fully follow, regularly, at least you stay with your wife, you stay with your husband. Don't go out. And this verse talks about a man. He's not healthy with his wife, or not sufficiently healthy. He wants another woman. Uh, we heard that day. Now in India, in the Independence Day, that's at August 26th or something. Huh? August 15th. 15th. Okay. We had we had our Rathya near One of the newspapers uh, published a big article. Now India is liberated in the bedroom. <laughs> we can have sex with anyone. Before it was limited, but now we're liberated. So this is the liberation that the Indians want. They want to follow the Westerners. But in this verse it said, there's so many difficulties. Apart from all the difficulties, now they have AIDS, uh, which is a killer. And if you, go, if you have many partners, that's uh, dangerous. I was reading in the newspaper when, when the uh, girls, they were chastity rings. I don't know exactly where they were, then, but the girls and boys, they were chastity rings. And these, only when they get married will they have sex. So that was uh, forbidden by the teacher. No, it's not allowed in our class.
I, it seems like a good thing, fantastic. That's that's what uh, Prabhupada said is the wealth of the uh, ladies, is the chastity. So, in any case, so back to the story. Who are the men with the guns? It's an allegory. So, who are the men with the guns? Huh? The sun. No, not the sadhu. The men with the guns. The villagers. You see, you really get the, into these stories, you have to know what each of the persons represent. They represent the karma khanda. See, they control the, the desires by regulating themselves, but they're not, they're not, they're not free of the desire. They're not pure devotees. So they, they regulate and uh, they follow the uh, karma khanda. So that's like they, taking the guns to shoot off the uh, desires. They're afraid of the desires, but they uh, defend themselves by using the karma khanda. So who is the pure devotee? This is the easiest one. Who is the third devotee? Yeah, he's the third devotee. <laughs> and all the wild animals are the uh, material uh, desires, so he controls by engaging all of them in Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So they are all uh, chanting and dancing. So the Karmakhandi says, oh, we don't need to help the pure devotee because he has all his uh, uh, senses controlled by the uh, devotional service, by chanting. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Rama,
seated in mind and our intelligence. So, uh, in the other yugas, either you think of something lustic, you have to take the karma. In Kali Yuga, you only take the karma when you do it. Because uh, thinking, well, I'm sure that sometimes in your life, you might have had a lusty desire come in your mind. <laughs> Maybe. All the time. <laughs> so, this is the problem in Kali Yuga. But the advantage is we don't, unless we act on it, we don't, um, we don't suffer the reaction. So, we need to uh, be very careful to drive out these uh, desires, these thoughts of our mind, to place them by uh, chanting Hare Krishna. So, if, like ideal, someone asked me, well, how do you control your mind? What if you can't? Like, when I was a new devotee, my mind was all the time thinking of, of different things. So, I read that uh, Haridas Thakur, he would chant louder. So I chant louder, louder. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare And the screaming, I found that it was working. <laughs> but then everyone went and complained to the problem about this crazy doctor. He's shouting Hare Krishna at the top of his lungs in the temple. We can't think, we can't hear our java. So he called each other. And uh, he said, Why are you shouting Hare Krishna? So I, I told him that I read this, the Haridas Thakur, he chants uh, very loud, and uh, so many thoughts come in my mind. So the Prabhupada, hmm. See, Prabhupada was very open. He was, uh, but he, at the same time, he, he wanted to keep everything. At that time, there were only three temples. El, uh, San Francisco, New York, and Montreal. I visited all the three temples. Now I cannot visit all the 500 temples. <laughs> uh, he tells that he visit all the 500. <laughs> like I didn't I visit Manaus or Mongolia or, or the uh, Philippines. But he might have visited. But it's very hard to visit all the temples now. And then from L.A., they're going they're from San Francisco, they're going to open up L.A. And from Montreal, they went open up Vancouver and Seattle and like this. But, so the problem, anyway, he asked me, he said, well, you shouldn't chant in the temple. He said, certainly everybody. You go chant in the park, or next to the park of Mount Royal. Mount Royal. As Montreal means Mount Royal. So there's a park in the middle of the city, which is called the Mount Royal Park. So I was exiled to the park. <laughs> and there I chanted, Hare Krishna, and there were no tigers, but they had a few squirrels. <laughs> two birds. So, that was how I was uh, dealing with. And I read that, like if you read the book by Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthakur, Vaishnava K, where I, who is a Vaishnava? 
I wrote one uh, commentary. So there, Lakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he preaches to his line. Line, what kind of Vaishnava are you? You're, you're only thinking of this and that, the material desire of beautiful women, but you want to be in some solitary place, imitating Haridas Thakur. But you're all filled with material desires. You're filled with uh, pratista. Your pratista, your your desire for daily fame, is like the sukara vista. It's like the stool of a pig. A pig eats stool. So a, a stool of pig is like a refined stool. Stool of stool. I had a very horrifying experience. I was under in India. I was under some bridge in the bushes, a uh, nature call. <laughs> I'm sorry to say this in a temple, but maybe I shouldn't say it. It's all right? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, so, no sooner did I fulfill my nature call, I heard this sound. <coughs> Out from the bushes ran a huge pig and pushed me over. Ate my so hot. <laughs> Well, it scared some more out of me. <laughs> I thought it was taking me, it wasn't taking me, it wasn't my stool. <laughs> so, so, the stool of a, of a pig, I had a first-hand experience. Pigs eat stool. And a pig's stool, oh, you can imagine what that must be like. A stool of stool. Anyway, he said, your Pajistasa is like your desire for name and fame is like the stool of a pig. If you discharge the devotee, you get some appreciation anyway. But you don't try to get appreciation. Try to be a pure devotee. And automatically you'll be appreciated. That's, that comes with it. But the devotee doesn't hanger uh, for that. That just comes automatically. That's all right, but to desire to do something, to get name and fame, that is, uh, he said, like the stool of the pig. So, like this, he was preaching tonight that some new devotee asked me, you see, that what if even you preach to the mind and still the mind goes to the lusty desires? Then I said, well, there's another verse, another uh, part by Prabhupada, where he says, he said, then ignore your mind. Ignore it. Like, this is not me. This is my conditioning. This is, I don't want these things. I want Krishna consciousness. I don't want this uh, illicit uh, desires. So, because we can just, if we can't defeat them, we can't control it. We can ignore it, we can reject it. But no, this is not what I want. It's not me. This is some contamination left from my previous life. So somehow or another, we have to fight against the, uh, uh, the desires, of the lust that's in the mind and in the intelligence. We need to engage ourselves in Krishna's service. Now, 
Prabhupada says that you see today our, our Krishna conscious grihasta it's a, it's a totally different uh, situation it's not you know like we talk about under kulpa and all that it's not the same thing it's it's actually uh, they're uh, dealing with their desires in the uh, in a, a responsible way in fact the uh, in the Sanskar Dithika by Gopal Bhatta Goswami, he describes the Grihasa Ashram as a responsible ashram. So they have to take a lot of responsibilities. I see a lot of Grihasas in this Nudwarka, uh, and uh, they're all taking some responsibilities. I see some Ramacharis too. Ramacharis and Yajas, we have a little bit. We don't have all the responsibilities that Grihasas have, but we have the responsibility to chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Rama Hare Hare. So some people in any better to the Ramachari, some people better for them to the Grihasa. Whatever they are, the idea is we engage always in our Krishna consciousness. And this is the uh, this is the uh, way that we uh, deal with the senses. So this is not the same as mentioned uh, 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 in this verse. This is a, a materialistic person who is engaged in uh, trying to satisfy his desires and he doesn't know about our Krishna consciousness at all. Uh, sometimes there's a mistake we, 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 we categorize, we think that some devotee is a Krishna conscious, is a Inaya. Or actually, they're maybe very Krishna conscious, we don't know. We don't know about what their private life is. As a sannyasi, if you become a sannyasi, we have no private life. Our life is open book. We always got some secretaries around. So, but. Grihasas, they have their private life. So in one case, there was around 100 Kaliraj. And uh, he was being taken in procession to get married. So he thought that Yashigan, I mean, his, uh, his, uh, he was taken by Polyquin. says, a Polyquin of theirs took a rest under one uh, tree. They didn't know that this uh, tree was in the ashram of uh, Srinivas Acharya. So Srinivas Acharya, was, that time he was uh, being visited by uh, Narajandas. So the two were discussing, look at this nice boy, he's going to get married. He should be a devotee of Krishna, yeah, he's, he should be engaged in Krishna's service. Why is, you know, he think, you know, he's going on a grand procession and everything, but actually he should be uh, Krishna conscious. So two are talking, and he, they are just seated under the same tree, so they, he could hear everything. And whatever they were saying, and they took him on, he was thinking about the whole journey. We are taking him to get married, da 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 da. So, his, his marriage was just a normal, he was a normal guy, a normal marriage. 
in the girl on the on marriage day, you're treated like a prince. You're given a crown and horses, or in this case, he was taking on a palanquin. Somehow, it's like the grand day for you. And that, to some extent, we follow that tradition too. The wife wears a venom sari, and sometimes husband wears a turban. He was thinking the whole way what these two sadhus said. So, Srinivas is right, was a grihasa. Narjan Das Thakur was a. He was a Roman shari. He was a. I don't think he got married. But he was thinking the whole way. I should think he's in Christian service. No one ever told me that before. Why do I engage in Christian service? So then he went, he got married, but he, I want to go and talk to those sadhus. I want to find out what did they mean. So he went back to the ashram, and he, he, they preached to him Christian consciousness. So he decided, I'll become a, a devotee. Now, he was wearing white, but he was married. But he never, he never, uh, he never spent time with his wife. He went back. So I forget his guru was either Srinivas Chai or Narjan. I forget who. Uh, uh, huh? Srinivas, yeah. And then, uh, but he was the uh, he was associate of uh, Narjan, Ramachandra Sangamaga, Narjan Das. There's a, in one song that he wants association of Ramchandra. That's in Ramchandra Kaliraj. So, after some time, he got initiated and then, but his guru said, well, you got married, you never spent any time with your wife. He said, go home to your wife. And they come back. So he said, okay, I'll go for a day. She went. The wife said, you see, you got something spiritual, something real. I, I, I could have that enjoyment with you one day, but I want to know what, what you got, what you got from the Guru. Please tell me about Krishna consciousness. So this wife was so advanced that he, um, he told her all about Krishna consciousness. She decided, I want to also render pure devotional service. Haridho! At the end, she lay down and her uh, cinder from her head touched his foot. So then he went back to the ashram. As soon as the charger saw the cinder on his foot, what, you come here? You had some relation with your wife and, and you didn't take a bath and he was chasing But then later, he realized his mistake that that what he speculated didn't happen. And he found out what actually happened. So then he uh, begged apology from his disciple. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. So, like this, there's many different pastimes uh, that happen. And uh, 
So Ramchandra Raja's wife was also a pure devotee. I don't know after that if they lived together or not. Maybe. But in this uh, first meeting after the marriage, she wanted to know about Krishna consciousness. That was her uh, desire. I, I can't see what time it is. 20 minutes. So, 10 minutes up? Yeah, people are late. So, it's going to be late 30. Oh, okay. So then, this was that. See, even Srinivas Acharya, he, he had no uh, specific desire to marry, but he was authored to be the, he was requested to be the uh, Raj Guru. Uh, the king of Vanavishnapur. Uh, so he was uh, requested he, to be the, the uh, Raj Guru. He would have to be a Grihasta because he would have to advise the king in his uh, all aspects of his life, including his uh, married life. So unless he was a Grihasta, how could he advise the king? Although. Like when the Grihasa would approach Prabhupada, he said, Now I'm a sannyasi. Although he was a Grihasa, but he, he said, Now I'm a sannyasi. Better you talk to some senior uh, Grihasa about our family. So he didn't know what to do. Srinivasa Chari didn't know what to do. So he went to uh, Narahari Chakur, who was the last kind of associate left. Last disciple of Shaitanya Mahaprabhu, Ali's major uh, associate. We sing in the in the evening uh, kirtan. Kilana Hari Hari Kari Tamara Tuar. So this Narahari, he went to him and asked him, What should I do? I didn't have any uh, desire to get married, but I asked to be the Raj Guru. And I'm Raj Guru, I had to get married. What should I do? So then, uh, Narahari said, Be the Rajguru, get married, and this way you'll, you'll, you know, one whole kingdom will be under you, and you can guide the kingdom how to be Krishna conscious. In those days, whatever religion the king took, more or less everywhere else would take it. It's not like our president is. He can take whatever religion he wants, but nobody else takes that religion because he took it. But in the king time, in Malaysia, the king became a, he converted to Islam 600 years ago, Parameshram, to marry some Arabian princess. He fell in love with her. So the whole country became Islamic, except a few. So now all the Malays are following Islam. But it's all 600 years ago because one king changed his religion. So that was the system then. So that king became a Gaudi of Vaishnava. So the whole kingdom of Vankura, of Mona Vishnupur, they all became devotees. They all became Vaishnavas. At least that was originally called. So, Srinivasacharya, he got married, but his two wives, he had married two 
At that time it was love. Her sisters, they were very Krishna conscious also. So, there's so, so many stories. So, Srinivas <coughs> Acharya, he has said this one, Radha, Madan, Mohandidi, and this and four, and then other, the eighth generation of king, who was 13 generation, they built a new temple, and it sells Radha Krishna Devi. But now, there's no way to worship those uh, deities. The, uh, the deity of the uh, Srinivas Acharya is still worshipped, uh, but uh, the other deities are all put together in the uh, Rajwadi, and uh, they're worshipped there by one Pujari. The one time, like uh, 300 years ago, before the British came, just before the British came, there was one uh, Bhaskar Pandit. He's actually a bandit. He had an army, and he was uh, conquering these uh, weak kings. Uh, the Mughal Empire was very weak at that time. So he conquered different kingdoms, and he looted them, and he became like a king. But So he was trying to conquer uh, this before. So he came... Several times, each time he was defeated. This time he amassed 10,000 soldiers, and he came, he was going to, and he specifically targeted Ravas and attacked Ravas and Vaishnavas. So, the, uh, at that time, the king of uh, Vishnupur, he said, okay, no one will uh, fight, we'll chant the whole night. Get the blessing of Krishna and then we'll, we'll defend in the morning. But in the middle of the night, see, because this Vaskar found that he was a demon type guy. So he attacked he, in the night. He thought, okay, these foolish people, they're chanting Hare Krishna, I'll attack them. They'll defend their own left arm. But the king heard, pow, 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 like cannons blasting, blasting. He said, who's firing that cannon? He went out, and all of Vaskar Pandit's army was killed. Everyone dead. You can still find ancient coins there in the... Uh, and the cannon is still there. These two cannons, they shot off like a machine gun. So they tried to find Who was the one that used the cannon? They searched all over. They asked one old who was so well, this the deity came out and deity took the cans under the arm and the deity was firing on the deity. Yeah, it's that old guy, crazy guy. So they went to the the temple of the deity of Radha Mohan and they smelled like the whole the the, the, the uh, deity room was filled with the smell of a gunpowder. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare. Hare Ram. Hare Ram. Ram Ram. Hare Hare. So if you want, you can still go to the Vishnu and see that, see the cannons. You can see the deities of the Arnav Anuhan. There's more fair signs, but no time to sing. So, either Please share mind to control your 
desire, and his thoughts that come to the mind, or ignore the mind and reject his thoughts, but somehow don't succumb to them. This is the advice given here by Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada ki. Any uh, questions? Yes, over here. Wait for, the, uh, wait, wait for the microphone. Yeah. Thank you very much for the class, Maharaj. Uh, my question is, uh, what is the most important duty for a devotee towards his spiritual master? What is the most important duty for a devotee? Uh, what is the most important duty for the devotee to his spiritual master? Well, it says uh, there's uh, two types of seva that we uh, perform, the Vafu seva and the Vani seva. So Vafu seva, when the Guru is present, uh, cooking for him, washing his cloth, doing some personal seva, that's an uh, opportunity to help. Otherwise, the Vani Sela is we carry out his order. Say orders that you do look distribution and you do deity worship or if he gets any specific instruction. Usually for the service is delegated to the temple president and he kinda of gives out the service on behalf of the guru. Uh, if one is not able to do that service or doesn't like that service, we can talk to the temple president and if they, if, or they can talk to their guru, but the guru should talk to the president and, and, and discuss that all my disciples not happy doing this service, what to do, and see how they can work it out. Well, we, in this kind, to create, otherwise, you know, if everybody had like, different orders from the guru, it'd create a lot of confusion. So usually they work through the temple president. <clears throat> Only when it's like life and death of the disciple, they 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 have they can, and the person you know they can tell the disciple to do something. Otherwise, under normal circumstances, they should work through the guru or through the uh, temple president. So we do these two types of seva: the lawful seva and the vani seva. When the guru is no longer present. He goes back to Godhead or he's very far. And now everyone is close because of internet and we can communicate pretty easy. Otherwise, uh, say that he's gone back to Godhead and his alani, his instructions, we, we take that as our, our order. So we try to carry that out. Now in the... Uh, like, uh, we have Prabhupada disciples, our guru is gone back. So, but he's given his books. 
And the books are actually the instruction for everybody. Not only us, but uh, the other uh, followers. So we try to carry out the instructions that Prabhupada left in his books that he gave personally. I had a great opportunity that he gave me a lot of personal instructions. Some disciples didn't get so many personal instructions. But nonetheless, the general instructions are there. Uh, like me, he told, develop Mayapur, travel, uh, uh, what do you call it, restore the holy places, so many instructions. Expand the congregation. One time he told me, I expand the propaganda unlimitedly. So I never fulfilled that one yet. <laughs> I got a long way to go. <laughs> he gave me such instructions that are, uh, you know, unfulfillable, but anyway, we try. So, But anyway, we can hear from others uh, what, what we have here in Pranaswami and we have our Savasvu. What's the primary duty of the disciples? Hear submissively, understand the instructions, and carry them out to the best one's ability. What is there to add to all that? <laughs> uh, well, you know, to execute with love and devotion. Out of love, serve the spiritual master. Haribo! <laughs> okay. Are you satisfied? I can't see... Who gave us the question? Huh? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, what's your name? I can't see. What's your name? What's your name? Any other question? Oh, did we bring the oil of nursing in it? Okay, internet question. Wants to know when a, a brahmachari devotee wants to take a pastor, what, what are the steps he should take first? <laughs> 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 when a, a brahmachari wants to take rehasa, you see, the, the idea of this class is that you're fighting to maintain our, uh, our cellular life. So there's like the fire of the rising sun. So if one is given up to fight, if he thinks where I can uh, take your house to light, that's all right. But then he shouldn't wear this uh, satan. 
He should change, he should approach the Guru, get the blessing, and change the white. And then, you know, as a Brahmachari, where he sat around, he shouldn't be searching for the white. <laughs> not, not the ideal situation. It said that Ravana's biggest Alvarat, he was a Rakshasa, so kidnapping a woman, that's part of his uh, Dharma, <laughs> you what you want to call it, Dharma, our Dharma. <laughs> But his biggest offense was he dressed as a sannyasi to do it. So as a sannyasi, a Brahmachari, we don't want to, uh, to double standard. So if someone is a, a Brahmachari and they want to take your house, that's all right. That's a, that's a decision everyone should make. Uh, it, then, uh, you should uh, turn in your saffron cloth and wear white. That's what I understand. Ravana uh, is the uh, sannyas minister, so. <laughs> I think he should sell the, the sannyas, the brahmachari cloth, so he can get some money for his grihasta. <laughs> <laughs> Very practical. <laughs> Well, if Ramachari wants to die, his cloth. <laughs> so, is, uh, is he satisfied? Is that what he wanted to know? In the fight? If only... Oh, you need a Q-tip. It doesn't have the hole in it. Okay, thank you very much. Those who want uh, machine oil, you can come and get. And a Q-tip. Thank you very much, man. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I missed Sunday, so that's my in-person line. I want my The rake fast is 7.04 to 10. So within 10 you should break your fast.